checked out went to Mountain View, checked out a crystal shop. Nice. Never had been. That was pretty cool. Well, that's like cool. Nancy's gifts, and she also has like an inn you can rent on the main, like the main strip there. In that's Mountain pretty View. neat. But I'm all about those crystals. It was it was fun. Is it like spiritual relief or what do you? Yeah, do? I mean, I'm just now starting. Yeah. So I'm not gonna lie, like I'm just now starting on my spiritual journey because I I was raised in church, so mm-hmm. now I'm like. I was anti-religion and just like so i'm starting in with like crystals and like that healing and i'm on like the pagan and wicca side is kind of nice. like wiccan and it's kind of like what i'm leaning towards this is going to be interesting it's yeah. different mm-hmm. everybody yeah. else has been like and you know i have noticed i have noticed that the more people that we hear are i i don't know most people that are raised in church yeah and like you're going to go you're going to church tend to rebel or have these yeah. different uh, thoughts yeah. i mean and i was like I, on one side i lived with my mom and like it was just drugs mm-hmm. alcohol abuse dang you okay. know like mental sexual physical all that but then you go to my like, grandma's house and that's mm-hmm. where i'd spend my weekends and summer and holidays and was that I your was, dad's mom or yeah your my dad's mom, mom okay. and i literally was in the church every time the door opened yeah doing vbs mission trips church yeah. camp all that and then at like 16 i was like dude i'm, I'm done with this with like <laughs> i i don't fully believe this like mm-hmm. i don't know i just i can't grasp how a god could put children through some of the things children go through or just so that's like yeah general. like that's where i really struggled like yeah. living in like an abusive home like and just i've definitely yeah kind of walk so, that path of like man i've been through some harsh shit so like is that really somebody who yeah. created and knew this was going to happen seems kind of fucked up <laughs> yeah but then after like having like a sick kid who like literally should not be here he should be dead i mean mm-hmm. i know that there's like definitely like a higher power and like but i'm leaning more towards we're all energy and it's kind of like there the energy you put into the earth and like when you die like i mean you're, yeah because we all you come recreate from the earth and energy and to. like yeah, you're kind of like, I'm kind of leaning into you make heaven or hell on earth. You, It's yeah. kind of like how you take it. And But what about after? I mean, I would love to believe that those, there's a heaven because that would just be groovy and great. But <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I really think like back in the day, like in olden days, like people started seeing death and they just freaked the fuck out and was yeah. like, we have to come up with something Some logic to, to like it. calm, like to calm the masses and like grasp death and be okay with it or like i'm totally so just, on board with like the government like pushed religion to like keep the death basically be, like uh, the yeah, weak weak like yeah. while the powerful keep rising you know and like just keep feeding religion because at the end like, of the day yeah. whenever we all fight about politics it's come down well it's against my religion and religion's That's not supposed every, to be in politics so why is this war, an yeah, argument this. yeah so yeah. i think like i wouldn't i'm kind of like on board with the government pushed religion down Before we get throat. too far, yeah, let's sorry, pump these brakes in, <laughs> reverse it. What's your name? Oh, I'm Lacey Tate. <laughs> nice. Well, you told me before my oh, recording. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, it's nice to meet you, Lacey. We're glad to have you. Yeah. Awesome. How old are you? I will be 27 in September. I had to think nice. about that for a minute. Once you're at 25, you're oh, like. Man. Trust how me, old I am I now? Yeah, yeah now, so now you're at the point where you don't want to know. <laughs> I, yeah, I'll I mean, be 30 in November. I'm okay with it. You know, like. I'm, I think we grow hit 29. Yeah. yeah. I give my husband shit because, I mean, he's 11 months older, so I'm like, oh, you're old. Like, <laughs> you're 28. Like, you're about to be 30. And yeah, tell me what it's like a whole year before me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like literally like 
we're the same age for four days and then he turns. Right. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's cool. Where were you born? Newport. Nice. I was born in Newport. It yeah. seems like everybody Another is Newport. just this yep. like 60 mile radius is where we're getting every, well, some people I mean, have come from other states, but yeah. those are pretty cool. Yeah. But you're just as cool. You're just hey, as cool, yeah. man. Here, Thank you know. know. But was it a born and lived in Newport or was it? No, I was born in Newport, lived here in Batesville basically. Mm-hmm. And we bounced with my mom. We bounced from rent house to rent house just here in town, just Nice. Yeah. Batesville South Side area. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. My grandparents always had a house up in Concord. They owned their house. They built it. Yeah. 1968 because they got married in 1965. Giggity. Oh, so, yeah, I thought you were like, saying nine. <laughs> they uh, <laughs> built that house. Uh, then we ended up selling it in 2019. We sold mm-hmm. it in 2019 to uh, buy my husband and my house nice. that we bought out um, out by the North Complex. Cool. Area cool. Pfeiffer. Nice. You like it out there pretty good? Yeah. Uh, I think I'm close enough to town. Like, I can mm-hmm. make my 2 a.m. McDonald's runs if I really <laughs> want yeah. to. But I'm far enough out of town that you definitely don't feel crowded. Like, we, I mean, we right. live in, like, a small subdivision. Like, I mean, it's not anything. I mean, it's yeah. a moose, but I, I like I feel it. that. Yeah. I feel like it definitely helps that you've got that road that you can, you, you're 60 miles an hour yes. into town. Yeah. Yes. And it's just a straight shot. I mean, then you can take like that little back road, Moorfield yeah, cut yeah, off to cut go off to Walmart or like yep. the back streets into the. Don't have to deal with yeah. the bullshit that yeah, is Batesville traffic. Yeah, and then I have Dollar traffic. General the right only... there in Pfeiffer. So like when I run out of milk in yeah. the middle of the week, I'm like, eh, we'll just go to down to Dollar General. The only bullshit care. you got to deal with going that way is what I dealt with on the way here. And as soon as I got in my car and started it, you were like, hey, I think I'm here. And I was like, oh, no, I got to go. And so as soon as I got on the main road, some dick literally cut me off, jumping off the Moorfield cutoff to come to UACCB and rode yep. 50 miles an hour the entire way. And I yep. was like, mm, I, I'm, no. I'm about to Mortal Kombat on these freaking flies, Dude, man. Right. <laughs> so I seen you got a really nice Kia out there. Do you like Do you oh, like Kia I, or what did you just, that was the one or? Um, so I bought an edge my senior year. Like that's what I wanted. I wanted a family car. I absolutely loved my edge. I'm all about my edge. Uh, but then we sold it. I wanted a third row because we uh, had adopted my cousins and Mm -hmm. they were living with us. They were 16 and 14 at the time. So we needed something with third row with four kids. And I looked at the Ford Explorer and I really loved it. And then they came out with the Telluride and... You can't beat that luxury for the price. Like, I mean, it's hard to say I have no to. leather seats, sunroof. Like, I absolutely, it. I've had Dude, it a little up. over a year and I'm in love with it. Yeah. We bought it right when production stopped making it. So we got the last S model in the state right when COVID hit and they nice. quit making them. But then seven months later, they released like the 2021 versions and they released the Wolf Grey Nightfall Edition. And that is goals. Like I'm paying mine (laughs) off early and I'm purchasing another one in the Wolf Grey Nightfall Edition blacked out. His and hers. The vehicle shortage, your vehicle may have actually went up in value instead of going down. Now, what is the shortage? Is that like the whole chip thing that people are missing? Yeah, it's the microchips and stuff like that. That are made from that mineral that's in the middle of the ocean on that island? That's, that's not that damn rare. They just need to work. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've heard some pretty sketchy stuff about it, and now suddenly it's, quote, unquote, being depleted, and now we're having all these vehicle shortages no. and stuff. And I don't know. I'm deep into know. conspiracy I don't, I don't theories. Think hey, right. I don't I, yeah, I mean, big. I like my conspiracy theories. I'm all about them. I'm not, yeah. I'm not oh. some of them, all of them. Some of them, some of them, it's like, that's some bullshit. That's the fun of it, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but some of them, you're like, ah, that could be real. Like, I don't know. But I do love yeah. my Kia. Um, Jeffrey Epstein. I do... 
They are supposed to be coming out with like an electric. Like in 2025, Kia wants to like switch like all their vehicles to yeah. electric or mainly hybrid. And I'm all about an electric car. Yeah. All about helping the globe, globe Definitely. and all I've been that. On global and warming for a bit. Now. Yeah. Um, and my I'll, husband's I'll, always wanted an electric car, so if yeah. they did the Telluride in an electric version, I would be totally down to try it. For I sure. I wouldn't mind electric cars. The only problem is the range. It's not even the range. It's we have nothing but houses to charge them. We have no good charging station. Yeah. Well, see, there's one at Casey's. There's a charging station here at Casey's yeah, in Batesville. Nobody likes Casey's. No, I'm kidding. That, I mean, I, mean, I like Casey's, I and that's where I go. Um, but Bad Boy has them. So my husband works at Bad Boy. So he's like, "Hey, I can take it to hey, work, charge name? it." Jonathan. Uh, he works over at GDX. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. over with Jim. Okay. Uh, or no, no the, that's in, the the deck mowers. Yeah, the he's decks. over in GDX, which is like uh, across the street, like the highway, like the old building where Stars Academy is. Gotcha. He's okay. over in there. That storage um, place. Gotcha. You may gotcha. know him as Bear because that's his nickname, and that's that actually what he goes by: um, <laughs> Brown Bear or Bear. Um, Heck yeah. But yeah, he's been there. I think this January will be year seven. Nice. Yeah. Killing it. Yeah. What do you do? I am a stay-at-home mom now. Before gotcha, that, gotcha. I was a pharmacy tech at Clinic Drugstore, and then I worked at Fred's Fish House. Heck yeah. And I've worked at U.S. Pizza. Nice, nice. Yeah. Which one of those three jobs was your favorite? Fred's Fish House, definitely. Really? I, yeah, I love them. They're basically my family. I love, so it was I love more Randy. The, yeah, the, Randy and Joyce, the owners, like, I, they're the greatest people ever. Like, yeah. I mean, they've taken me in, like, basically, like, kid. I love them. <laughs> and I love my workers there. Like, the just the environment. It's great. We're yeah. all, like, family. That's very important when it comes to work. Yeah. Very yeah, important. You like, I mean, I just, people. like, walk through the back door now when we order food. Just, <laughs> I'm like, I'm hey, here. it's me. And they, they know. Like, I mean, they know my husband despises pickles, so they don't put pickles in any of our boxes. They, oh, like, man, I mean. Give them to me. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, pickles. I don't mind them, but he is, like, anti-pickles. And so that. they have learned, and they just, so, I mean. They kind of cater cool. to us. Heck yeah, that's cool. Um, I did like my pharmacy job a little bit. I mean, it was different. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I, I love Fred's. Yeah, I feel that's, that. Yeah, that was my favorite. So you got two kiddos? Two. Or, yep. Okay, two. Two. Um, we adopted my cousins. Well, mm-hmm. we had guardianship of them, but their dad is now sobered up and gotcha. they are living back at home. Well, one of them graduated high school. He's 18 and just moved to Fayetteville with his girlfriend. Ooh. Yeah. Whoa. Brayden? No. Okay, I was like, "That's a familiar." Oh wait, no. that was for, for Smith. For, my bad. No. <laughs> um, his name's Blan, uh, but him and his girlfriend just moved to Fayetteville. She's well, gonna be going them. to school there. Um, but yeah. that was kind of a scary thing. I don't know. Kind of. <laughs> I was okay with it because my husband and I moved out like a month after I graduated high school. Like, I mean, oh, we yeah. both had jobs. We got an apartment, and we've yeah. lived together ever since. And but like, that, but that's not far away. I mean, I. Fayetteville is a long ways, but I so support his girlfriend. She just yeah. completed her two years at UACCB. Like she, she had been working at Freddy's. I mean, she's going to like gotcha. she's doing big. She's things. got a good head. Yeah, on her she's got a good head on her shoulders. Yeah. So and he's I mean, following good direction. Yeah, gotcha. and he just graduated. She had graduated a a year before him. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, I I'm all I'm that person that will not like turn down teenage love like. Does it always work out? No, absolutely not. But I'm that parent that can't be like, no, this will never work out because that was what we dealt with. And like, that was hard as a kid, like to be told you can't, you don't know what love is, but then you're also expected to know what your career is at 18. And I just, that didn't make any sense to me. So I'm all about like, if they love each other and they're happy, as long as it's healthy and 
then I'm all for it. Yeah. So. Just the support. That's all yeah. you can give them support. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like college should, I feel like the whole knowing you're, you ought to know what you want to do for the rest of your life right out of high school. It's crazy. That, that's, that's it's crap. It's crazy. It's, you're not even an adult at eight. I mean, you quote unquote you, are, but you're still just a big ass kid until you you're like done 21, anything. 22. Yeah. You I mean, haven't you done anything but school. You don't know what the like. Yeah. yeah. So nobody wants to hire you with fast food. I mean, food, how many people sad. like get in a career and then at 40, they're like, I'm done with this. Like, I want to go back yeah, to school or I'm going to go do this. Like, <laughs> and I want to retire feel by like 40, it, 45. <laughs> I feel like it should be, you know, I don't I feel like they should have something in, at least in public school, since that's where majority it's, it goes. Quote unquote here. free, I guess, <laughs> since yeah. you got to pay just an absurd amount to go to college anymore. Yeah, that they they ought to have something to where you can just like, I want to try this out. Yeah, or like I want to try that. Gear into your like what you're actually yeah. wanting to go yeah. to college for, and like, have yeah. a chance to actually switch out of it. Like, mm-hmm. do something for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. And like, wow, this sucks. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. I know I don't want to try that at all when I get out of here and go to college. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, you could at least narrow it down. Somewhat, yeah. Instead of like, okay, well, you have the choice of being this, or if you want a lot of money, but you owe a lot of money, you can yeah. be a lawyer or a doctor. Yeah. And they should really... Preach trade schools. Like, I mean, our oh school gosh, did not yes. teach us about trade schools. Like, Nothing. I mean, it was just, you will not succeed unless you go to college. And I'm like, yep. um, you can definitely succeed as an electrician or a heating and air guy or even oh, a yeah. plumber they're or a mechanic. It. Like, I mean, they're, they're killing, killing it. it. A plumber's really going to rake it in because they'll, they'll stretch you wide fixing your pipes. <laughs> It's <laughs> they got to deal with some shit, man. Let me tell you. <laughs> I mean, can yeah. you blame them for? Right. Yeah, no. I mean, it's, like, I would, I would not want it. to do that job. I oh, would no definitely way. overcharge. Like, mm. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because Anything who wants to, to do it themselves? Yeah. Even like, if I mean, they knew how, they just that's just a situation you don't want to mess like with. Like picking up dog crap. Mm. I'm not about that. That's yeah, why no. I just don't have dogs. Like no. <laughs> do you have dogs? No, we have a cat. Just a cat. Just one cat. We did used to have dogs. So let's take it back to the beginning. So every okay. time, okay, wait a minute. Okay. Skirt. Every time you say something stupid, I'm gonna make you take a oh, bite of yes. that jerky right there. There we go. That'll Is be it fun. Bad game. or good? I, I mean, it's I'll, sealed still. Well, I yeah, mean, you um, made it sound like a punishment. Now you have okay. to take a bite. <laughs> Top stock jerky is great. I know. I, I met love... him at, the, at my event last Sunday. Okay, yeah. Great jerky. Some. That jerky right there, that is some hot ash jerky. Okay, that is spicy. Lie. Make sure you got a few of water. It's good. Um, Mango. My favorite habanero. is the spicy sweet out of those three. Some? No, she I've said, already. Well, I already know. I already know. I own a bag at home. But that spicy sweet's really good. I have not tried the Korean barbecue yet, but my all-time favorite is the uh, sea salt, honey, and peppered. Oh, it's so good. Um, but yes, that right there, that one is hot, but it's good. I do enjoy hot things. Hey, if you like hot things, it, it's a good. It's it's a good flavor. It's definitely, but it is. It's spicy. And this is called Top Stock Jerky. Mm-hmm. And Top. Then this guy, this guy, he's from California, right? He was originally from California, yeah. And yeah. him and his family moved to Poughkeepsie, Arkansas, and then they just bought a house right across the street from us here Heck in yeah. Pfeiffer, yeah. So like about, do, do like y'all live May. like all together, Dylan? Yeah, and basically, everybody. yeah. <laughs> um, like, like it's like my house is here, and then their house is right across the street, and then Dylan and Savannah are just right down the road from them. Nice, yeah. nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Building your own little community mm-hmm. out yeah. there. That's yeah. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Legit. Mm-hmm. 
This is really good. I mean, I mean. Yeah, this is really good, <laughs> it's guys. It's good. It's good jerky, yeah. Gosh, I can't get over it. And that's Top Stock, T-O-P-P, Stock Jerky. Yes. Check Delicious stuff. Does he have a website or anything? He does have a website and a Facebook page. I believe they have Instagram. We'll get and all the information will, and Yeah, it, And they will be at the All Hands on Deck this Saturday as well. Yeah. Um, they'll be with Savage nice. Hippie. I think they're setting up a tent with them. Yeah. I really wish I could come out freaking bad boys killing us with the six days a week and working. I can't get out with the... Yeah, it does suck. My husband's yeah. working. <laughs> right. He just, he took the day off. He's going to work Friday. He's not working Saturday. Heck yeah. We got an event going on August 22nd where we're trying to do like a, it's a car meet mm-hmm. and that kind of draws the people in. And then we're going to have, uh, we're going to have Zeb from the barbershop. And okay, he's going to yeah, have his yeah. thing out there, and oh, he's going to cool. be cutting hair. We're going to try oh, to get, wow. like, memes, burgers, food truck out yeah. there. Uh, we're going to have a live band. Uh, Kobe's going to be doing professional pictures for people's cars or whatever. Cool. We're going to we're just trying to get booths out. Uh, Derek Fletcher's going to be there with his C- C8 Corvette. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be pretty lit. Um, yeah. But, yeah, we're just really trying to use, I guess, the excuse of cars to get people to come together in the community. And then once they're there, they're just like... Oh wow! This is you know. This already sounds like you need a bigger spot. Well, I want to make sure that we can get okay. at least you know see how this is going to go because I don't want to organize something yeah, in like no, the North true. Complex or at the community center and this and that and then, and then everybody talks. shows up and then nobody shows up. You know if you know what I mean. Yeah. And then it's like, well, this was failed, and I don't want to stand around looking stupid. But you know, I, you know, baby steps. I don't want anything yeah. to grow bigger than we can handle. So are you doing it like cut the uh, Ford's guns again? Is that where? Yeah, Ford's yeah. guns and more. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, Matt's uh, Matt sponsoring this he podcast used to and helps be, us like, with everything. Went to church with him. No way. Know. Yeah, Matt Ford. Yeah, I don't know if he realizes that. Yeah, we went to church together. He was a uh, my youth leader for like a while. Like him and nice. his. Um, I don't think he's. I don't think they're married anymore. But Kelly him and or? no Marcy. Okay. Um, the kids' his mom. They they were like a uh, teachers. Yeah. Like cool. right when like in elementary like m- middle school high school age they were really cool i mean they were really nice i had no clue yeah. see now, now i got juicy information i got yeah, now back you're on like, the show hey. put the spotlight on them <laughs> no they were really nice people Matt. um oh he's a good guy he's good people they are good people yeah. i don't know why they eventually i mean they eventually just quit going to the church i don't know what happened of course but i think it's more of just a them thing and going yeah. out and living life and experiencing yeah. life i mean thing. hey Not really uh, being... We lived in Concord. You gotta experience oh, more yeah. than Concord. The one stop sign, like eleven. I churches worked with a, and... a guy named Nick Chastain that lived in Concord. Yes, yeah, yeah. And oh, we would flag traffic. We did that for like two years all around Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And it, oh, he's a good guy, but I hate taking him home. Yeah, my husband because um, it was just the middle of nowhere. Guitar, right? Is Nick the one that plays guitar? No, that's someone else I'm thinking of. But Nick might have been his brother. I know he had a brother who did wild yeah. stuff too. Yeah. But uh, let's go back to the beginning. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? This episode's <laughs> wild. They're going to be like, when are we going to hear about her? <laughs> My bad. Um, so born in Newport, raised in Batesville. You went to Batesville schools? Yeah, I uh, went to like the kindergarten school there, like where it was all shared back in the day. Yeah. Um, and then I went to Central. Me too. Yeah, I went to Central until fifth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, I played softball and I did the whole track thing here. I loved it. Yeah. And then I moved to Concord my sixth grade year because I had to have back surgery. Oh, no. Nice. So it was, uh, I had scoliosis, so I had oh, to get nice. that corrected. Um, 
So it was easier for me to go to Concord where my grandparents lived because whenever I went back to school after having major surgery, I could mm-hmm. only do like half a day yeah. for about a month because I was about all my body could stand. Right, right. I had to completely learn how to rewalk and all that. So I moved to Concord and that's where I graduated from. Nice, nice. Stayed there. Yeah. And you went to college or no? I did a semester at UACCB um, on scholarships and just decided really not for me. I'm not about putting yourself in debt just to have a career when you can definitely go out and have a career without doing that. Right, right. Um, And I was working full-time at Fred's Fish House as a hostess, and then I was working full-time at U.S. Pizza, like in the kitchen. And I was just like, yeah, I was just making money, and I was like, I'm not about this school thing anymore, so I dropped out and kept working and then I became a pharmacy tech and did that until I got pregnant and then when I was 15 weeks pregnant they made me quit working I got you yeah well nice and then you had twins I have twins yeah I do have twins yep now what's that like it's hard as shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's hard. Like I want. I'm that person that will not sugarcoat parenting. Like Good. that is. Yeah, it's way, way harder than I ever thought was ever going to be. Like today was very hard after I got off work and had to deal with these monsters. But I love them and they're yeah. in bed now. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I love them <laughs> Start again and like, <laughs> I mean, like, they're really they're good kids, but they are all boy. Like they are for sure boy. And then Honorary. I mean, obviously, like, I mean, if you've listened, we have medical issues that. You, you don't realize, you don't think about those things happening to you until they do. Um, yeah. I never in a million years thought I would have twins. My husband and I are big planners. Yeah. So we wanted a girl. Mm-hmm. We both wanted a girl. Oh, wow. And this didn't work. Yeah, we wanted a girl, <laughs> well, and we both really <laughs> only wanted one kid, maybe two, if they were a minimum of three to five years apart. I could see and where you're I, at with the whole God thing just being unfair. He was like, you want this, you're going to get all of the opposite. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, but... So we're big planners, and so we I purposely stopped my birth control at a certain time to yeah. try to get pregnant. Match the ovulating dates yeah, and all to that. Match, well, we wanted a September baby because both our birthdays are in September, and our wedding anniversary is in September. That'd so we cool. were trying to just have Knock one month out. of hell, and then you have Christmas, and we're done for the year. Yeah. That was our goal. And so we uh, we ended up getting pregnant, and then like three days later, I had a miscarriage. and oh, no. It was just... it was, it was so like quick. It's yeah. not, it didn't really affect me. Like, yeah. I mean, I definitely like remember it, but like <sighs> yeah, I hadn't had time to process that I was even pregnant. Like, I mean, okay, I yeah. ju- like, I mean, I'd found out three days before and then I lost the baby. Yeah. And so they okayed me to keep trying to get pregnant, but they like forewarned me, like, cause I'd been on birth control for so many years. They were like, it's going to take a while for you to actually get pregnant. Probably yeah. you're going to go through some miscarriages and stuff. I got pregnant immediately after my miscarriage, and I didn't want to take a test. I knew I was pregnant because I was late, (laughs) and I was like, I don't want to take a test. My best friend was giving birth to her second kid, Mm -hmm. and she was like, please, just take a test. So I took it on the day she gave birth, December 11th, and it immediately came back positive. I was like, okay. So at Christmas, we told all of our families that we were pregnant. Hadn't been to the doctor. We did not know it was (laughs) twins. You know, we were just like, yeah, we're pregnant. You know, we're super excited. We're like six weeks along. Funny story, I went to the Fred's and I told like all my coworkers there and Randy, Randy's son, Brandon looked at me and he said, you're pregnant with twins guaranteed. And I said, that's not funny. Don't put that juju on me. Don't you put that on me, Ricky Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And you know, it was just, it was just a joke. Like went two weeks later with my sister. Jonathan was still at work. He didn't go with me. I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, it's just an eight week appointment. I really thought I would go in and they were telling me that there wasn't a heartbeat and that it wasn't yeah. like it wasn't gonna be a right like a correct pregnancy or something and 
she did the she did the little one thing and she goes have you had an ultrasound and i was like no this is the first one and she goes well you're having twins <laughs> And I Damn broke it, down in tears. I was like, no, no. I was like, can we stop? I was like, I need a minute. And like, we completely turned off all the machines. Cause I just, yeah. no, we were prepared for one kid. I was ready. Like we had a savings save back, like what we were comfortable for me to stay home for a year. And for sure. like with one kid and then like the thought of buying two of everything. It's like, shit, we need double the money. And then they immediately <laughs> told me that they were identical twins and that, you know, these are all the possibilities you're looking at. Like, these mm-hmm. are all the things that can go wrong. Mm-hmm. And then well, I was like eight weeks pregnant and Aiden was already measuring like two days behind, but she was like, oh, it's no big deal. But then in the same sentence told me about how there's growth restriction and like, it's a really big yeah. deal. So by 12 weeks when we went, he was already measuring like five days behind, I think. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, she knew then Something. we made my appointment with the UAMS and my first appointment was actually at Newport at their clinic there. And we met over like telemed and everything. Mm-hmm. And they told me then that he was growth restricted at 15 weeks and he was already a week behind and Jeez. odds were not good. Like, yeah. do not expect a heartbeat when you come back in two weeks. And oh, every man. time we went to the doctor, it was, it was that. I mean, they were like shocked he would have a heartbeat and a tell you like, and gloom. Yeah, yeah, they man. were, I mean, they were honest with yeah. the outcome. Cause I mean, the yeah. likelihood of it, up. of him passing was very, very high. And, um, so we ended up choosing, you know, obviously to see all my doctors down at UAMS. So yeah. every two weeks from 15 weeks until 25 weeks, I'd drive down to Little Rock, <laughs> make that drive knowing like, hey, he might not be alive. And Jonathan, I mean, we're having twins. So there was not him taking off work to go to these appointments. I was going with my grandma. Yeah. I think he went to, he ended up only getting to go to two appointments out of all my appointments that I went to. He got a rise and grind, make that bread. Yeah. I mean, he had to, he was like, I gotta, I gotta make money. We got yeah. two kids on the way. So, I mean, at least you had two boys. Yeah, it for could, sure. I mean, I feel like boy and girl would be worse because then you can't just like buy double of everything. Right. You gotta yeah. buy separate shit well me yeah i mean that's true but like aiden is like so little there's not just buying two of everything like the kid well, is mean, still like, like in like 12 month clothing and something hand me down yeah he does have hand me downs like sometimes <laughs> right. i'll buy like as if i have triplets like i'll buy like two big for zeppelin and then i'll buy a zeppelin size and aiden's size so that zeppelin will have one to grow into and then aiden grows into his that's cool there's more of that planning yeah. Well, see, me and my fiance are pregnant, and a Ooh, couple weeks back, thank you, we're having a little girl. Um, <laughs> well, the other, or the last doctor's, no, the one before this. Okay, yeah. They said everything was great, except, and nobody likes to hear this shit, Yeah. and she's got a calcium mm-hmm. something around her heart or in her mm-hmm. heart or something, and they said, other than that indication, everything seems fine, but it is an indication of Down syndrome, this and this. So the other day they did the blood test that can see, and they said it'd be about a month before they got the yep. results. Either way, I'm going to love a little girl forever oh, yeah. and always, Definitely. but that's just scary, scary, it's, scary. It's, and you sit with that for so long yeah. and you're just like... <sighs> yeah, yeah, constantly like thinking about you it. Constantly all think you about, think yeah. about. Yeah, it's just kind so, of been back there the whole yeah. time. Yeah, and I mean, I'm that person that I have to prepare, prepare for the worst case scenario. So, always. I mean, that's what I told myself the whole time. Like, he's not going to make it. I think that's why my anxiety is always But crazy. I was that person who, like, I went out and I bought everything as if he was going to make it because that was the only thing that would get me yeah. through. I love shopping. I'm a typical girl. Yeah. So, I mean, 
that was what got me through. I mean, I bought for him as if he would be here regardless. Well, they film their mom's emotions yeah. too. So and like you got to have, you know, you got to be strong for it. Yeah. And so, uh, and then at 25 weeks, we went to every week appointments. So then I was gone once a week. Golly. And then I made it to 27 weeks and they admitted me into the hospital because Aiden was going downhill. And so mm-hmm. being two hours away from the hospital, they were like, it can change so quickly. We're going to admit you until you deliver. And your goal is 34 weeks. Yeah. Just a long oh, ass time God. in a hospital yeah. on bed rest, like, which I mean, they did allow me, like, if I could get a wheelchair and I could wheel myself down, mm-hmm. I could go. And then after a while, they did let me walk because I mean, it wasn't causing him any extra stress. But when they first admitted me, I was on a monitor for 33 hours. They didn't let me move. They didn't let me eat. God. And I was ready to kill people by well, the I'd end imagine. of that. 33 i was like i am pregnant and like i drove two hours to my appointment and you admitted me for my appointment and i did not yeah, eat you locked me in this room i was like i am like the nurses there are we three get people you anything? here and i'm like if you don't bring me food i will find something and yeah. make shift a knife and stab you like right. i'm not playing Talk, call my doctor get me off this monitor and get me some food or i'm going to lose it yeah straight up and that taco salad still to this day was like the best <laughs> taco salad i've ever had in oh, my yeah. life after don't, that don't hurt my feelings like that right uh, i mean i'm definitely gonna taco go and... salad at taco bell oh my god you like... don't need taco it wasn't it wasn't taco bell it was a it was a hospital Taco salad. I mean, I but UAMS's food is yeah, lit. I was like, say. I mean, for hospital, they had some good food. Yeah, it's like one of the best hospitals in Arkansas. So yeah. they got to step up their game. Oh yeah. Just my favorite thing at Taco Bell was like the freaking taco that's salad. Where, that's where I'm at with it. Do they and not have those like, anymore? No. What? See, I don't eat Taco Bell ever. But, and they had the mini quesadillas. But they that. got that. They, I fucking love mini chicken quesadillas. They, if they I even go, no it's I the, don't wait, go what? to Taco Bell. They don't it's, have them no more. Well, the drive-through at Batesville's Taco Bell makes me regret even driving I, by it. That's exactly I why I won't. And then I get it, and it's just—it's <laughs> not good, and it makes you so sick. I'm not yes, even gonna lie; it makes you, me so I, sick afterwards, and I'm like, not much not makes it. me regret life, but Taco yeah. Hell will. Yeah. So I, I mean, the cinnamon twist occasionally, but I'm not sitting through that Batesville line for some cinnamon twist. Dude, right? And you can't even abort the line. You're stuck. You're stuck, and you're just like. They got these nacho fries, and they put the all the fries. stuff on top of it. On, wow. Hold on. On top of it? Mm. On top of it? Our <laughs> little <laughs> one. Yeah. <laughs> but, man, it's so good. I don't know, man. I'm just on the whole health kick still. I'm I down mean, to 182 from 260, so that's cool. <laughs> I've given up on health. I mean, I need to get back in shape. But since having kids, yeah, I, okay. I, don't, I can't gain weight. I'm malnourished and, like. It just irritates me. I can't even get back up to my pre-pregnancy weight, and no girl understands typically. And they're just like, "Okay, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> what are you bitching about?" And I'm like, "I'm like 107 pounds. I would like to have some weight on me and right. not look like a little child." My fiance's just past five months. She was 96 pounds yeah. when she got pregnant. She's just now to 102. Yeah. And they're like, "You need, need to eat." Game. And she's like, "I fucking eat. What do you want from me?" I, yeah. I, I like. <laughs> I, I feel her. I, I was 115 when I got pregnant with the kids. And I mean, I ate, I even put on the weight. I ended up gaining like 47 pounds by the time I delivered at 29 weeks. And they were like, that's great. Lost it all immediately. And I've never even <laughs> been back to 115 since having kids. I'm just like, I've hit 112 and that was as close as I got. And it lasted like a week. Are you stressed? Obviously you're Obviously, stressed. Obviously. Yeah. You, I sh- do you find ways to deal with it and decompress and I have find yourself started i'm definitely better about it now now in the beginning for sure not i did try um antidepressants we did like 12 weeks of like four different meds and they made me sick as a dog mm-hmm. i couldn't 
couldn't even function to like take care of my kids and yeah. Aiden was on oxygen. They were three hour feeds and my 65 year old grandma was trying to help cause Jonathan was working second yeah. shift. And I was like, I can't, I can't do that. Like it'd be better for me to be paranoid OCD and have my depressive manic states and take care of the children than just sleep and yeah, not yeah. be able to even just get out of zombie. bed. I was, a, I was like a zombie. I, I would just wake up, throw up, set up, and just fall right back asleep. I really never really liked medicine because when I was a kid, I had real bad ADHD, and the answer to everything was a new Still pill, a new it. pill, a new pill, and mm-hmm. it's bullshit. And there's just mm. you have to learn coping yeah. mechanisms yeah. to deal with it. I needed somebody to help me figure it out, not yeah. a fucking pill. So and so I'm still kind of like, I don't know. Even after I had surgery, I was like, I don't know if I need medicine. But then when I woke up from the surgery, I was like, oh, where's that? But yeah, <laughs> but I yeah. Mean, yeah. I'm a, I think that medicine can definitely help people, and like if it helps you, like do what helps you. With a doctor's help, obviously, yeah, yeah. when we're discussing medication. Like, for the proper but, like, things, but not everything deserves n- a fucking pill. Yeah, <laughs> not everything deserves a pill, and do not, pill, pills don't work for everyone. Like, I mean, right. you gotta find and other things. they have things. different so, effects on everybody. Yes, um, so <laughs> I've definitely leaned into, like, my meditation, and I yeah. picked back up into my writing and, like, journaling. No, is it just, like, writing your feelings, or are you, like, poems, or writing music, or... Uh, basically, just my feelings. I'll just kind of, like, talk about, like, what I feel throughout the day, like, how I feel about what I feel, because, I mean, I have some fucked up thoughts, to hey, be honest. Like I, I, like, I mean, I think some fucked up shit, and the I, ones who I are the definitely, smiles, like, dude. deal with, like, some paranoia, and, like, it was just from my childhood, like, I watch over my shoulder a lot. Like, I'm that person yeah. that I have to set a certain place in a restaurant, because... Back against the wall. Yeah, I can't, I can't... <laughs> Like, I, I mean, that. even now, like, I know I'm safe, but I still, like, I want to look behind me because there's an open room behind me. Mm. I feel you. Shit, my bad. No, Should it's totally fine. No, <laughs> it's just, I mean. Well, we thought about that before. It's just, I don't want to tuck anybody in this corner. Honestly, here yeah, I mean, I feel like, like some feel people's stuck. claustrophobic. Yeah. Like, I mean, at least I have a escape if I need to. Yeah, that's yeah. the whole goal. I Real want quick. when people yeah. come here to feel the most safe. <laughs> and I definitely don't feel unsafe, but that's just something oh, I no. deal with. Like, yeah. Um, I'm like I said, worst case scenario when I'm driving down the highway, I literally can like see like a vehicle. I'm like, Oh my God, they could cross the center line. And, like we could all be dead or like, if, like <laughs> one wrong, like twist of the wheel and we could be off into the room. And the like, history is going to be altered because yeah. you well, or somebody else no longer exists. And yeah. who knows what that one person could have made a difference in their life. Do you remember why, that you know. thing that, um, that car accident that happened? Like, Ooh, four, I'm going to say three or four years ago. Where? The guy had a heart attack. Going across. Yes, the bridge. Yes. Mm-hmm. Guy had a heart attack. A heart attack. And boom, head on someone. with somebody. That's wild. I don't. I I think it. I think he died. He, he died. He died, and I I don't remember if Cut it killed the people that I went to church with. Mm-hmm. It was his son. Wow. And his fiance. His mm-hmm. fiance had to get flown. Okay. Did they end out. up surviving? Yeah. Yeah. They both okay. came out. He was like. Basically they were fine. Young. They and were then, pretty young too. Yeah, they were. They're younger than me and you. They're on. I guess all hard, three man. of us. I'm old. <laughs> yeah. But um, I mean, it happened so quick. Like I mean, you it's, you, yeah. you know them, uh, Littleton. Oh, man. Like Dustin's old girlfriend, okay. Leia, okay. her brother. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Dalton, Jeez. I think is his name. Man, 
Batesville's growing, but it's oh, still yeah. everybody knows everybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But, I mean, yeah, think about that. Like, you, you sneeze at the wrong time. Like, I hate sneezing when I'm driving. Like, this is the obvious. You can't control it. Like, <laughs> what happens? Like, like, <laughs> I did that like, the other day. Like, I mean, what and what happens when you do jerk the wheel and you hit somebody and then the officer's like, what happened? Well, I sneezed. Like, I can't control I, that. You can't control <laughs> the that. The like, hands you the ticket and says, God bless you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I mean, it's just, shit. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm like worst case scenario person. I feel that. Okay. So other than the meditation, you're right. Heck yeah. That's Um, that's, a great start. I've like my crystals and like, definitely like I'm starting to like, like I said, research pagan, paganism and like Mm -hmm. Wiccan and stuff like that and astrology and just kind of like leaning out. I have a pocket full of crystals right now to help keep me calm and. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. That's Um, super cool. But yeah. Didn't Ashley Rogers bring crystals too? Because she, she said to like keep her from being nervous or something. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. See, I, I've always had a like obsession with them and whatnot. Because when I was a little boy, my uncle brought me this huge ass quartz crystal. And he's mm-hmm. like, bro, my school took me on this trip and I found this. And I was like, this stuff is just in the world? And he's like, yeah. And it makes me feel real calm and stuff. And even when I was a little boy, I was just, I never forget that crystal. And I yeah. always want more and more and more. Mm-hmm. And like... My friends called me Tweaker before because I'd be standing in a parking lot, in a gravel parking lot, and look down, and I'd see a really nice rock, and I'd like just pick it yeah. up and just like observe, truly observe the rock, and they're just, just like, "What the fuck are you geeking out for?" I'm like, "No, this, it's like, beautiful. I was it, the, the whole Earth is covered in fucking rocks. Why did I pick up this one rock? I, yeah. you know, I don't know. I'm weird. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean that's totally like. I mean, it's very like I'm all about where energy and you feel energy and done my acid trip. So like after doing oh, that, like I'm. For sure, like I mean, you see the air moving. Yes, I mean that is. I'm not lying. I watch the air come out of my vents, so I mean, I definitely believe we're energy and like. That's. I sound like crazy. No, you don't. If you've done acid, you understand. I haven't yet. That's the next step, though. I just recently done mushrooms. See, I've never done mushrooms, Uh, and I want to do them. I just can't get over the thought of like chewing them. Uh, Like, it's. But I need to do it, and I've definitely I've not done drugs since like having children outside of smoking weed, and I don't consider weed a drug. Um, that's a medicine. That's a plant. What's well, the mushroom? Same thing. Mushroom. I mean, that's it's organic. Same kind of thing that's I've, where I'm at. I'm like on a whole kind of organic. Kind of like said that because of acid. Like I'm on a whole organic spiritual yeah. chase. Yeah. Because Boy. I've had my shit with meth when I was younger. I've fucking been addicted to pills when I was younger. All that shit is out the window. I'm yeah. done. Never again. I'm on the whole like cleanse. Well, when you you die or near death experience, and when you're born, you get a hit of that DMT. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that air dmt i've never <laughs> and, done dmt and i think that would um, be fun um i literally just priced it for my guy a hundred dollars a g so <laughs> okay. like i'm already taking the steps like I'm, yeah. i know it's a long time for me but i'm already taking the steps to make sure but um fuck oh the dmt when you die and everything so i'm on the whole like when you die do you just experience that dmt trip until your brain fizzles out and then it's infinite nothingness or is the DMD, DMT trip releasing your soul to go on to wherever you need to go? Yeah. Or is it a DMT trip and then you just like wake up with all your buddies and you realize you're in a simulation? Oh, fuck. Hell yeah. You know, yeah. like. Fuck, I've been on a DMT like, trip this entire time. You got someone time. up in the air controlling you, you know, <laughs> you who's like you're basically a video game and like they've controlled our entire life. And If you did find out, like confirm that this was a simulation, what would you do? 
oh, I'd probably try to rebel as much as I human possibly could because I just, that's what I do. I rebel. Like, You're like, oh yeah, you don't like this? <laughs> you don't like this? You don't want me to do this? Okay, let me do it tenfold. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Heck yeah. Aliens. Fully 100% exist. Thank you. Yes, Thank like you. 100%. So are we going to do mushrooms and acid together? Your husband's totally welcome. I'm totally welcome. I've not tripped enough. I'm just going to watch <laughs> not, I've not tripped in a long time. He he uh, watched me do my mushroom trip, and about 40 minutes after taking them, and this was my first time, this guy's sitting at the table, and then he's just like, bah! and jumps like that. And I didn't even move. I didn't blink oh or nothing. God. And then, But my heart started racing, and I was like, <laughs> I mumbled. I was like, did you just do that? He's like, what? And I was like, did you just do that? <laughs> and I was is like, I was like, yeah, I need to know. Cause I'm scared. Is, is it starting to work or did you fuck it with me? He's like, no dude, I'm fucking with you. Cause I was like, in my mind was like, Oh my God, Oh my God, Oh my God. All, me, like, all he had done is just sit there and like stare. Like, well, like I've been doing is just, just nothing. Zombie. Just, oh yeah. no, but a million fucking miles an hour <laughs> in my head. Like this. I was on the acid and like, so was my husband obviously. And like we were in our, house like that we rented and i think i went into the bathroom and like um, i love popping pimples i'm a weirdo i think it's like the greatest thing ever so i was like in the mirror popping Miss pimples. Pimple popper yes i <laughs> love it that's the greatest show ever and then good. i walked out of the bathroom and went to walk down the hallway and i was like jonathan where are you and like he was hiding oh fuck and like i was like jonathan this isn't funny like and then i went to open our like one of the bedroom doors that we kind of like had just like used for storage and i mean he literally was like wow and jumped and i mean i just about shit myself i like freaked out i hit him and i was like you don't do that to someone on acid like you're gonna send me into a horrible trip like, like right. what are terrifying. you thinking? He's like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, because I, I sort be the dude drinking yeah, out that of that like, the bathroom. What if I had a knife and I stabbed you? Like, <laughs> like yeah, you were gone. And you were like, gone. You, I was scared. <laughs> yeah, like you cannot do that to someone. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm ready for. I don't know. I'm, I'm really truly scared because when I first started this adventure, I was like, they're just, they're just, you know. I'm just going to feel this way. It's temporary, blah, blah, blah. And then people are like, you're not going to be the same. And we know how you are. You're, this will change you. And I'm like, bet. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't really like the old me that much. That's why I started this show. Well, and mushrooms like, really ain't done confessing nothing Confessing all my... Man. It does a lot of self-reflecting. <laughs> I mean, you can definitely do it and just like do your party scene, of course. But if you at all are trying to self-reflect or soul search... At all, you are in for a rude awakening. It's oh, it's yeah. not always fun. It's no, not it's an easy fun. like. I mean, I, it's not. You're gonna face some brutal ass shit. Like, I started tearing up, and I like had this yeah. knot in my throat, and I was like, "Am I gonna puke, or is oh, I'm gonna try to cry right now?" But I have like memories gone. that I guess I'd like re, like recessed, and just yes. I didn't remember them, and like you're just like, whoa, like dragging get, stuff up. Yeah, I mean, like I and there was a, some abuse that had happened with my mom that I. I had no recollection of it until I did acid, yeah. and I was like, wow. Like, yeah. So. I know that everybody says, not everybody. Some people are like, man, it's real. But some people, I like, I believe this guy thinks I'm full of shit. But I did it with my brother and his roommate. Mm -hmm. And, um. What? The telepathic talking and all that. I mean, it's whatever, man. Me and my brother were sitting yeah, there looking at each other and just fucking giggling, laughing and shit. But we were straight up like oh, talking to each other. And then we were like, there's no way. Okay. So 
we sober up and then the next day we're talking about it. He's like, yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. I remember what the fuck you said. And then we started talking about it and I was like, whoa. I mean, I kind of believe in that because I've got twins and I mean, they definitely like, while I don't see like their twin language all the time, like they have those moments. Like, um, my my most vivid one is we of course like isolate and like we're pretty strict we eased up on that when they were two, and mm-hmm. we put them in a pageant here in um, the <laughs> Exceptional Abilities pageant. Super great. We did mm-hmm. that, and it was so fun, but it was at Southside's gym. In the, like, I mean, on a Saturday, mm-hmm. no students were there. Four days later, my kid had to be med flatted, but Holy I didn't hear him. Like, when I woke up, it was Zeppelin crying for me, and when I went into his room, Aiden was just like, he was barely whimpering and breathing. Mm-hmm. Um, it almost sounded like when he was first born, he sounded like a little kitten. He could barely get the a grasp of breaths. Yes. And had Zeppelin not woke up crying, Aiden would not be here because I couldn't hear him yeah. in our bedroom. Like, I mean, you couldn't hear him. It was such a shallow breath. So, I mean, I fully believe that there's some twin-pathic or telepathic yeah. stuff going what kind on. Of twins are they? Are they? They are identical. They're Mahdi, um, which is they had one placenta, two sacs. Cool. Um, there's also Momo that's, <laughs> that's a one challenge. placenta, one sack. Um, and then like, that's how like you could potentially have conjoined twins. Like, cause they're like in the right. same yeah. sack and like you have Confused the risk together. of like with Momo, you have the risk of their umbilical cords wrapping around each other because mm-hmm. there's nothing dividing them with Mahdi, which is what the kids are. There's this very thin membrane, which they have a risk of rupturing and then becoming Momo twins basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that thin membrane that separates them. Yeah. And then if you have DD fraternal twins, which is like your more common, which can be boy-girl twins, um, there's like a thick membrane that they really can't get to each other from. Yeah, because like cool. identical twins are from like the same, like a Sperm. singular egg. Yeah, or the same egg, yeah. Um, so what it is is um, I wanted to blame it on super sperm and blame my husband. <laughs> I would love to say that. But no, the doctor corrected me, and I produced one single egg. And then that bitch decided at four, four, between four to six days in ovulation, decided to go bloop and split in half and make a second baby. <laughs> I honestly think that was because of birth control. I, bl- I fully blame it on the birth control. Like, I think I have, like, I fully, because I was on it for seven years. I stopped it, and they kept saying, you will, it'll take you a while to get pregnant. I got pregnant three months later, had our miscarriage, and then a month later was pregnant with the twins. Because mm-hmm. any time... Anytime the fertility stuff gets started messing with, like, oh, yeah, anytime you hear about doing the fertility treatments and stuff like that, it's like twins, yep. quadruplets, the fucking Which, octomom, <laughs> all that kind of shit. We didn't have any fertility treatments, it, they are all natural, um, yeah, but it's just luck it's of the, the draw, whole, like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was, still messing I was, with it. yeah, I mean, birth control was definitely still in my system and coming out. Um, and then I've also often wondered because when I stopped my birth control and I we knew we were trying to get pregnant, so mm-hmm. I started prenatals in place of my birth control. So yeah. I started prenatal vitamins before I was ever pregnant. I'm like, well, did I fuck up by doing that? No. I mean, I don't think so. Those vitamins are good for you. I mean, I, I love them, I wouldn't trade my twins for the world, but yeah, for sure. I um, definitely like, yeah, I mean. I do. I never want children again. I, the the whole reason I did even reach out to you or know you even exist is because of Jim and Dylan's podcast, mm-hmm. Savage Happy, Happy Hippie, Hippie. and Happy um, Hippie. they're pretty happy hippies. Yeah, Savage though, but um, yeah, <laughs> I uh, it was uh, the stories about your 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 kiddo, and I was like, that touched me in the in the most craziest way. Like I was fighting back tears at work. Truly yeah. was like. 
100 degrees, pouring sweat, welding, men screaming, rap and metal music everywhere, and you got me <laughs> in the middle of it all, you know. But I was, I didn't give a shit, man. That, yeah. That's beautiful. Like No, I mean, and that's that's the goal is just kind of spread awareness about it. Cause, yes. I mean, you mind telling? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, obviously, at 15 weeks, we knew something was wrong with Aiden. We uh, dealt with growth restriction. Uh, so he was just very small, and he wasn't getting the nutrients he needed. It was basically Zeflin was taking everything from him and I and killing both of us. Mean ass. Yeah, <laughs> and he is my little mean Anthony. ass little kid. Yes. Like, um, my nephew had a twin, and they had a, a miscarriage, and then they were like, uh, yeah, we'll just come in for a checkup, and they're like, oh, yeah, you're pregnant, but apparently the only one they could see had died, and then I guess he's like, yeah, yeah I was a shark, I ate the other one, but go ahead, yeah, I mean, that's the thing, they, they said that, I mean, they, twins absorb each other sometimes, and that was a possibility, so um, at 15 weeks, they gave us our options, um, abort Aiden. Um, and at the time, we just told our family that it was baby A and baby B, and mm. we we knew who we were naming what, but in the event that one of them died, we didn't know that we would keep their names or if we would change and maybe give like a middle name different right. or something. Mm. So we just told everyone that baby B, we had the option to abort baby B, or we could abort our entire pregnancy and start over, mm. or we could monitor as close as possible, and there's not great outcomes, but the doctor would do as best as he could, and... He would do everything he could to save our kids if that's right. what we wanted. But he was going to be honest with the outcomes and like the possibilities. And that's what we went with, um, which is much monitoring as possible. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we went every two weeks, and they tell you like don't expect there to be a heartbeat. Um, they admitted me when I was twenty-seven weeks, and then we went down the night before everything had been perfect. We did our daily ultrasound. He looked great. His um, his big thing is his blood flow was reversed at times, so he was losing blood instead of getting it. That's weird. Um, and so that was like their biggest concern, but it was it was only doing it, it was doing it intermittently, and then it would like go forward, so we were just hanging on and trying to let him gain weight. Yeah. And uh, everything was perfect. They were like, I think we have high hopes to making it to 34 weeks. We had a scheduled C-section. I had actually scheduled it for my grandpa's birthday, who had oh. passed away. Yeah, yeah. And that's like what we were reaching for and then we went in at 8 a.m the next morning and you could tell by the ultrasounds face like her tech the tech face she she was like uh-huh and she kept running the test and by that point i mean three weeks into the hospital i knew exactly what i was looking at on the ultrasound and i knew we were headed to a c-section right. so they rushed me up to a c-section and he was born when they cut me open they actually found that his umbilical cord was not connected to my placenta at all mm-hmm. they went to pull it to cut it and it, it just, just oh, was unattached and they were like he should not be alive because he wasn't getting the nutrients anything. or anything yeah and they were like we don't know how long it's been detached and they told us that if they hadn't delivered him within the hour he would be dead yeah um, because his heart rate had started dropping and they barely got him out because the little shit when they cut <laughs> brother out because obviously i had a c-section Everything was normal. I just had a bikini C-section with him. They pulled him out. And then Aiden decided to swim up underneath my rib cage. Oh. And with him being so small, they couldn't reach him. So then they had to give me a classical cut and cut me even oh. bigger oh. to save him because he was like, I don't want out. And they were like, you, you've got to come out. Like, you start poking a problem with a yeah. stick. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, and I, of course, I wasn't awake because uh, yeah. I had to be put to sleep because of my back surgery. Mm-hmm. They gave me the option to try like an epidural, but they were like straight up honest. They were like, with how much nerve damage you have, there's a possibility we're going to get in there. We'll go to cut and you're going to feel it. And then we can try spinal and try that again 
but there's a high chance you're gonna feel it start cutting you open and i was like no, oh put me to sleep. God, my leg stopped working as you were telling me. <laughs> yeah, that. I was like, <laughs> I was like dragging. I mean, I would have loved to witness the birth of my kids and my husband be there and cut the umbilical cord because we don't have a single picture of their birth or anything. Yeah, but mm-mm. who was it that chewed the umbilical cord? No, didn't huh? we have someone on here? We I hadn't put the episode out yet. Natalia, that did what? Had to have a C-section. I don't know. And I haven't listened have... back to her episode yet. God, I'm going to cut this part out. Yeah. I swear we had someone on here, I think it was Taya, who had a C-section with nothing. nothing. I mean, it oh, happens. Yeah. Like, sometimes they're so emergency. I mean, like, it's just, that's that, what it. Because <laughs> I think my, my words was like, Jesus not yeah. the walking dead <laughs> yeah that's wild i couldn't yeah like, I, mean, I applaud any woman who could just like just do the birth like yeah, yeah. Natural I mean, birth it doesn't matter natural like, or c-section that shit's you're giving yeah. birth and that yeah. shit's hard anyway. and yeah because my wife gave it i mean natural as possible she had an epidural but it <laughs> only it. half worked yeah, yeah. Right. if you are pushing know. a baby i don't care if you're pushing the baby out with no medicine medicine or you are on the table open. being cut open yeah. you are becoming a mother yeah. you are giving birth and that shit hurts and you deserve whatever time you need to recover i feel that straight like, up. i feel like and should not be judged like on you're your recovery time. Yeah, yeah exactly you're definitely not for yeah. sure especially not in the united states <laughs> like i think i think at most she had six not six months six weeks yeah Mm-hmm. I think something like that. And she could have taken more with the FMLA stuff, but you don't get paid for that. Yep. I, I feel like. What's and then the, the fact that, that dads don't Family get Medical any Leave time Act. Okay. Now, I will yeah. applaud Bad Boy. They have been truly amazing in allowing my yes. husband. Like, I mean, when the, when the twins were born, that was the first time he had actually done, like, obviously, you know, they mm-hmm. do layoffs. He's always worked through layoffs. And that mm-hmm. was the first time they came to him and they were like, do you want to take a layoff this right. year? And he did that year because Aiden had just came home and he was like, I would really appreciate that. Yeah. And so he got an eight-week layoff just to be at home with us oh, right yeah, when dude. Aiden got home from the hospital. But they offered him that when they were born. They were like, do you want to take some time off to be in the hospital? And he's like, no, I want to save it for when they come home. A lot of people associate Bad Boy with fucked up drugs and, and horrible people and shit. But the company itself, they do more for their employees than I have ever seen any company do. And they're not perfect. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, they yeah. definitely, they, it's a buddy shop through and through. But, yeah, I mean, 100%. they definitely, like, when there's something going on with your kid, I mean. They got you. Your family I mean, our kids had seven major skull surgery, and they have allowed him off every single time. Right. We, I mean, there was three weeks ago, Zeppelin just, like, collapsed on the floor. He started having a seizure. I had to call an ambulance. And, I mean, mm-hmm. he left work an hour early, had to miss work the next day, and they were like, it's no issue. Yeah, I mean, so what what exactly was wrong? I mean, other than the premature the not being attached to anything, um, like so he was growth restricted. Um, so they're born at twenty nine weeks and six days. So they're classified as eleven weeks early, and your average baby around that time is like two pounds eight ounces to like three pounds mm-hmm. around in there. Zeppelin was two pounds four ounces, so he actually ended up being slightly growth restricted, but not horrible, so it really didn't affect him too much. But Aiden was one pound six ounces when he was born, so he was like the size, yeah, he was the size of like your average 24 to 25 week baby. Oh my gosh. Um, They admitted me into the hospital at 27 weeks because on the ultrasound he estimated 500 grams and the hospital was willing to try to save him if anything happened. They would not admit me before that because if anything happened, 
they would not do anything from him. They would deliver him, lay him on your chest, and that would be the end of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so once he reached that 500 grams, they would be willing to uh, work on him. And I don't agree with that because I know a little baby. I don't know him personally, but um, through Facebook and social media, uh, he was born at 22 weeks and he was like 11 ounces. Mm-hmm. And the little kid is like actually healthier than Aiden. <laughs> um, he's a couple years younger and he's way healthier than Aiden. Yeah. Um, that's cool so i definitely am that person who i think all babies should be given the chance to fight and if you got the ability to intubate those babies do it and give them a fighting chance but if it came down to the mother surviving or the baby surviving what do you think (sighs) every guy's gonna say the mom i mean and they didn't give the mom the option they looked mm-hmm. at my husband and asked him and said, what happens in the event? It's them or the kid. It's her or the kids. What do you want us to do? And he said, save her. Yeah. And I said, no, save the kids. And they said, you don't get to choose. Yeah. Well, because so every mom's going to be like, every save my mom's baby. Gonna, yeah. Every mom's going to choose their kid. That's always going to be the answer. Yeah. Um, but in all reality, I think the mom should be chosen. Yeah. Because you can always have the opportunity to, and plus you've already have got your more or I know like some people make the argument of, well, that baby needs a life. But at the same time, what the kind baby of life will that too. baby have? Yes. yes. I with, deal with that. Like, you know. I mean, my kid, obviously, I mean, he has a great life. Well, yeah. He's loved dearly. Yeah, but, but, you know, I meant like if you would have passed and then it would just been, you know. It just his dad. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been harder. And like, just imagine that all yeah. this without you, that would be, you know, that's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Every life matters. Period. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think they should definitely have like more doctors like in those events to like, because shit goes wrong all the time. And, mm. The amount of monitoring that a pregnant woman gets, I don't agree with that. That is like some bullshit that if a normal pregnancy, you're going to get seen at eight weeks, 20 weeks to determine the gender, and then right before birth, you are literally growing a human being. Yeah, you need to be checked That's on That's fucked a bit. up. Like, yeah. you should be seen at least once a month while you're pregnant. Because, I mean, literally at the flip of a switch, something could go wrong. And I, I think, and it's not my place to tell her story, but Chelsea O'Neill and Clayton O'Neill, I don't know if you know them, but we her were pregnant together. And we had worked, she had one little boy and my kids were obviously born early. My kids are not supposed to be here. She went in at 38 weeks and six days and found out her kid was dead. I mean, no rhyme or reason. They literally have no answer as to why little Connor passed away. But I mean, he should be here. He was full term. She was scheduled to like give birth. And that's something that I struggle with. I'm like, how does my kid born 11 weeks early make it? And then her kid who should be here by all accord is just gone. But that goes back to the just whole... Just like that, with the flip of a switch. How you talked about earlier, the whole... Uh, how know, does it, a God do yeah. that? Like, I mean, they are the most, like, loving and, like... I just absolutely adore them. And, I mean, like I said, it's not my story, they, but they've had multiple losses. I mean, yeah. obviously, Connor was a full-term yeah. stillbirth. But, I mean, they've had losses, which now they have, like, little Oakley, and he's great, and he's a year old, and he's, like, super great. But, I mean, they went through tremendous loss. Mm-hmm. That nobody should end that. She blonde her. Yes, she is. And she's a nurse. Yes, I know exactly. She works at Woodlawn. She's her and my mom are good friends. She's the sweetest and I mean like that was so hard to like being like acquaintances and friends. We'd worked together at US Pizza and we were all pretty close. Like, I mean, that was very hard. We were our kids were supposed to grow up together. I mean, they're all supposed to be four and here and her kids not here with us. Yeah. That's hard. It's hard to even like look at her and like 
Yeah, like, what are you even supposed to like, say? Yeah, just, I mean, nothing's going to make it better. Nothing makes it better. I mean, we definitely, we still talk about Connor, and we we tell her, you know, like, he, he'll but never be that's forgotten. that's good. Because, but like, yes, yes. You have to it, keep it, the, the spirit just, alive. Yeah, but it just, it fucked, it fucked with me. Like, yeah. it, it fucked with my head. Like, how is my kid here, and her kid's not, and then. So you're a pretty severe overthinker? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, overthink <laughs> and overanalyze everything. Like I mean, Which I look at my kid every day, worse. and while he like is smiling and happy, I'm like, "Do you have a good life? Like, is it gonna be good in ten years? Like, I mean, he's four, but it, when if you meet him, you you know he's not all there. I mean, obviously. Um, but that just makes him more special. Oh, yeah. He's he's even more special. But I mean, we have a fucked up world, and they're yeah. not very accepting of special. No, special people fuck them. who cares no uh, no we got so, we that's that's why i don't know and I often people like think us about like what trying. happens to him if he outlives me but on the flip side of that it's more likely i he is i'm gonna outlive him like more than likely i will mm-hmm. outlive him now um, is that a statistic or is that how you truly feel that's how i truly feel um okay, okay, granted he um it's not something we talk about a lot uh with his genetic counseling or genetic testing, with everything that's going on, they've been trying to figure out like what's causing it. And so far we don't have an answer as to what exactly has caused or why he has all his issues, mm-hmm. but they first thought cancer. So they um, tested him for cancer and that was like the longest four months of my life because you do genetic testing and it takes four months to figure out if your kid has cancer or not. That's crazy. Dang. Um, and he didn't, but he is predisposed to cancer and childhood cancer. Mm-hmm. So he has those genes. So the likelihood for him to develop or even he, they were like, he could potentially have cancer now and we just haven't found it in the right, like we haven't looked in the right places, but mm-hmm. the likelihood of him getting cancer is very high. Yeah. Um, we had months of waiting, something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Oh yeah. You, I mean, you literally, I mean, each year you're just like, we didn't even tell our family because I mean, it's so much to carry, um, yeah, which now that we know that he doesn't have about. cancer right now, we, they know, but, and they know he's predisposed to it, but mm-hmm. that's just hard. And yeah. I won't lie. We have Zeppelin's blood in genetic testing, but I won't let them run it mm-hmm. because while I know the likelihood of him being predisposed to cancer right now, he doesn't have as many issues as Aiden. And I don't think I could just accept the, actually seeing the test results so right now i just i know that that's more than likely that he is predisposed to it and he we will deal with that when we get there but right now i don't want to know yeah just enjoy so life with just, them and and yep. give them all they can and just be the happiest mom you can yeah because you're that's, freaking awesome that's, straight up that's, that's like how many other parents out there would have been like they wouldn't want to talk about this which is totally fine or they would use it as a crutch or something and just like well my fucking life is terrible this because i've seen some pretty pretty you know people deal with shit in bad ways and yeah. you seem like you you and your husband are just kicking ass right now we're trying with, i mean with, i know. definitely have had like i mean like i said i deal with ptsd i've got anxiety mm-hmm. i've got depressed depression but you're you know, working but on i it. mean i work through it and every day is a new day and yes you know some days are just those bad days and we mm-hmm. just take it step by step but i mean i i, I found some of like my triggers and so like mm-hmm. you you don't like I don't try to avoid my triggers, but I try to try to work through them. Like the hospital is like a huge trigger, so yeah. when we when Aiden's admitted, like we go through the steps of having certain monitors turned off because I cannot deal with hearing the other kids' monitors going off. I understand that the nurses need that whenever they're in our room, but I cannot yeah. listen to that anymore yeah. after the months and months of doing it. So um, we, I mean, we do take those steps. I'm honest with the doctors. It's 
sometimes bit me in the ass and they look at you like a crazy person. But. Yeah, but they, they don't know what you've been through and they don't yeah. know what it's like to be you. Especially yeah. when it's just some hospitalist that works at the hospital. I see thousands well, no of offense. people. Stupid amount like, of just people. to the hospital, and they're kind of dismissive. You see like all sorts of different people and like you see some fucked up shit being in like yeah. the hospital setting and like nurses yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I watched my dad the last year of his life go from, you know, just dealing with diabetes and high blood sugar to, you know, losing one leg and then the other leg and then half of his hand and then all this and this until he finally passed. So, like, the like one leg healed up just fine. Yeah. And it was a normal stump. And the other leg would not heal and was open. Yeah. And just open and just, yeah, that, I seen that yeah. shit when I was, you know, just yeah. turned 17 the whole time until I just turned 18 and then he died after. So it's like, yeah. I, I understand, like, there is some shit that will just you, you will don't fucking trigger it, yeah. me and I don't even know it, what's happening yeah. until I come back. Yeah. And it's, so I completely relate to you. Like, it's fucked up shit and it's scary and hard to deal like with. Like, I've, I've held Aiden while he got a spinal tap, which is not something oh. you should do. But I mean, in that moment, I mean, it's an emergency situation and he's seizing and they just need to know yeah. what's going on. So, I mean, I was the one who held him while they did and a spinal tap. And what is a spinal tap? tap? I know it's something um, obviously do it with was, back, um, Well, it was whenever he had a seizure and we ended up having to med plot him that night that Zeppelin woke up and we barely heard him. Mm-hmm. Um, he got diagnosed with para-influenza, which is just a virus. Um, mm-hmm. You just have to let it run its course. But that's that's what happens with Aiden. He can be perfectly fine. And then it's the flip of a switch and he's sick and like yeah. he deteriorates very, very, very fastly. Um, so just like, like no Yeah, I mean, system. he had been completely fine that day. No fever nothing but his immune system's pretty shot oh yeah um so we i mean we're are there ways they can boost that i mean we do like our supplements and like vitamins Mm -hmm. and like all that but i mean yeah yeah i mean his lungs are like permanently scarred from the damage and he it's just is all the covid stuff really kind of scared the shit out of you yeah it's um and you know like we've tried to ease up and we've tried to like go back to like living normal because life is just passing us by but it is yes. very very hard i'm i am very uh, much a helicopter mom when it comes to my <laughs> kids and not everyone agrees with that we're very uh your situation is different and we wear them. masks and like <laughs> you know uh i'm not like that person's like everyone should get a vaccine and like because i will say i have not gotten the vaccine Same. my kids won't get the vaccine we don't do the flu shot but we do take those other precautions we wear our mask we wash mm. our hands we social distance as much as possible like so we're trying to live life but yeah we're sitting six feet apart we definitely (laughs) are very careful with him like come like flu and cold like season we don't do things like last year i'll say was the first time we didn't we completely isolated and we did not allow him around any family we didn't do family christmas and we did not do family thanksgiving a lot of people didn't though but some of our family does not believe in covid and do not mask I and that's fine. That's your prerogative. But is if that you're a southern gonna... thing? Huh? Is that just a southern thing? Or they it, do I really think too? it is, and I call it hillbilly <laughs> stupid land. <laughs> just gonna throw it out there My because I just coworkers and stuff sent me a message earlier. One of them taking a screenshot of something on Facebook, and it's like a new term for rednecks, and it's called spreadnecks. Yeah. Because they're spreading COVID. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So they just call them spreadnecks. I feel that. But since, like, some of the family, which, I mean, they're allowed to do what they want, like, on their own time. But if you're going to, like, ask us to, like, come to a family gathering, if you're going to, like, sit there and actively be like, I'm not going to wear my mask. I, screw this. I don't yeah. believe. I don't if believe. I don't go... believe. 
then I'm just not going to expose my kid to that because yeah. like, yeah, if you're going to do at the end that of the much day, to bring your child in that situation out to visit with family, if they can't take that extra fucking step, then yeah. they don't need to be there. Yeah. You know, it doesn't need to happen then. Fuck them. Like, no the offense. Of, yeah. No, I, mean, that's <laughs> I, just, just I get like, real passionate I mean, about those things. And that's where we're at. Like you can come see them in the summertime. Like, I mean, we're, we're kind of like, we're a lot more lenient in the summer. We're still pretty strict. I mean, they don't go to stores. They went to a crystal store today in Mountain View. That's like, Woo. You know, like they loved it. They got hey, to pick out their cool. own little crystals. They're underneath their pillows now oh while they gosh. sleep to give them sweet dreams. They're shaped like little hearts. They got to pick out their own. That's awesome. Zeppelin picked out a black one because he is black hearted. And my <laughs> <laughs> she said he's a clone of me. He, he is. He is. Um, love him, but he, yeah, he's a hellion. And then Aiden picked his little white stone. Like he's like oh, the little, pure. Yeah, and he's <laughs> not. Like how, I mean, he in, antagonizes his brother and knows how to push his brother's button to get like a reaction. Opposite. How odd they got opposite. Like he got well, black and, and he got they're white. They're Gemini's, which is like they're it's like they're it's the twins and like they're split personalities. And I mean yeah. they are like they're like split personalities, <laughs> but then like they'll switch personalities. And yeah. like sometimes Aiden's my little shit. <laughs> Zeppelin's being like really sweet, and I'm like, are you this still isn't him? normal? But like at least you're both not being little shits. I love their names. Thank Just, you. Like, love them. Yeah. Um, Aiden means little fire. Um, which just Zeppelin is big fire. <laughs> fit perfect. And then Zeppelin, like my husband just literally threw it out there as a joke because his favorite band is Led Zeppelin. And I was like, I actually really love that. I mean, it's pretty great, but I was thinking more like the blimp because yeah, everyone Aiden's asks little that fire they think is the fire. blimp. And I'm like, no, I named him after the greatest band of all time. <laughs> I would have been Led like, Zeppelin. yeah, because he's going to go down Not in history. Hindenburg. Well, I mean, <laughs> Led Zeppelin oh, went down in <laughs> history as well. So, I mean, okay. Oh, you fucked me it up. Worked. And then they both have J middle names. Um, Aiden's Jackson and nice. Zeppelin is Jace, and we went with J middle names because my husband's name is Jonathan. Yeah. So to kind of like match that, and definitely. That's like their more matchy twin names. If they ever really want to match, they can go by Jackson and Jace. That's and cool. then Aiden and Zeppelin are like kind of like complete opposites. That's super cool. They could just go by their middle names and then their stage names when they get older yep. and famous could be that yep. the first names. You know, you you hear a lot of unique names at least now, you, but. I don't know. I've don't think I've ever heard Zeppelin. Yeah, me either. I love but it as an actual legal or government name. It's actually a good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not. It's it's unique. It's, it's not different, like you named but your it's kid not like zenith sprinkle like a 90s tv i mean there was a kid there was a kid in the nicu like because i mean like their names like some parents like will make like little signs on their wall you can walk and her name was electric star but electric was spelled with like a z in there okay and i was just like you go in there trying to shake her like what the fuck are you doing and star was like s-t-a-r-r-e and i was like Starre. <laughs> like, what are we doing here? Your child is going to have to have a job eventually. Yeah, and you got to teach them how and to spell it just this. Me, like, my mom, like, whenever she was pregnant with me, and my grandmother would always try to like shoot out names, and my mom would get so sick of it. So she finally looked at her one day and was like, "I will name her Fancy Sapphire if you do not." And I would have fucking hated. Her. I can't Pick stand fancy, my mom, but, but I would have fucking <laughs> lost it. Fancy Sapphire, fancy because Reba's song "Fancy" was like. Oh, yeah. super big when i was born and then sapphire because that's my birthstone and i was like Aww. that is the biggest stripper name i've ever heard <laughs> oh, in my damn. life right on the head yeah. like i was like what what are you striving for me to be a hooker <laughs> in batesville arkansas like come on 
Man. I didn't even so know glad clothes. that I did not get that name. I was just talking about that the other day with my fiance about stripper uh, names. Well, no, about the prostitutes and shit that used to walk over, around in front of the house whenever whenever I lived in Jonesboro in oh. Huntington <laughs> when I was a little boy. Because she was like, I don't know, I guess i never seen a prostitute or a stripper. And I was like, I'm fucked up. Because when I was like four or five, I seen them bitches walking all up and down the road. Like, I had a fucked up childhood, guys. Yeah. I'm sorry, my bad. <laughs> Beating the hell out of microphone. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's super cool. You are you guys are doing awesome. Uh, fuck, I don't even know where to go from there. Like, yeah. you're, you're superstars, guys. Y'all Thanks. are like freaking awesome parents. Like, with... Like I said, so many people would be just down in the dumps or using crutches and this and that. Help me, help me. But y'all guys are like, we got this. We got this. I mean, we definitely get help. Like, uh, I mean, I won't even lie. My kids get a government check oh, yeah. because they're disabled. But yeah, yeah. But I'm talking based, like the yeah, people I mean, who really yeah, fucking like, milk I mean, using I'm not them. trying yes. to like, I'm trying to better my kids' life and yeah. do. I mean, right now we don't do therapy because, like I said, we live in hillbilly land and yep. our therapists have advice don't bring them to therapy because every other week they're having to shut down for yeah. sickness and stuff. So our doctors are like, eh, we'd rather play catch up. Um, I mean, I know COVID's getting pretty ridiculous getting right now. Bad with again. That new so, strand I mean, until yeah. we figure that one out and then a new strand comes. Yeah, and, I mean, that's how it's going to be. Um, yeah. Well, uh, do you think, I definitely do don't think this is how it's going to be forever until we. Is there going to be I think COVID will be around just like the flu forever, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think but that they... But as severe? Mm, I don't know. That, that's iffy. That's so, iffy, yeah. I don't you know. You said that the that test that was conducted about people with that did have COVID and people that didn't have COVID, they were still scarring on the lungs. Oh, it's, it's not that they did or didn't have it. It's that even when they had zero no symptoms... symptoms okay. The lungs still wound up being like scarred, heavily scarred, like mm-hmm. bad. I mean, it, they're saying it's like lifelong effects. I mean, I know some people who have personally had it, and I mean, they're seven months out from having it, and they are recovered, but they still deal with like smell loss and taste loss, and they say that like their body just like randomly they'll just like just feel overly fatigued from doing absolutely nothing, just walking yeah. to the refrigerator, and then they're just like plump. I didn't lose it's the sense of smell they're or not taste having or any oxygen. They don't have any because. Um, a guy that I went to today, he, uh, he, his oxygen level just from like, you know, walking around in the house was dropping into like the seventies, which is dangerous. supposed to be like 98 or something. You're supposed to say in the 92, like above 92 and like 88. 93 to 98 and 99 is Mm -hmm. Good. You Good. really don't want to be in the 93. You want to be like 95 to 98. Yeah, an A plus Like two. even 94. Like when my kid hits 94, like they're like, oh, he's fine. And I'm like, uh, you mm, better I want to see like 96. Okay? Yeah. yeah. I felt yeah. that. Once, well, once you my get question to, 80s, to that was. You're really getting fucked up. The yeah. people who've gotten COVID again being the same or the new strand, has any tests been conducted on their lungs? Like, yeah. because if. if the first round does what it does you know i can only imagine well i mean you're when you get it and then you get it a second time your body's already gonna have some sort of immunity to it it. it's just like how the the vaccine works it's Mm -hmm. like your body recognizes it so it's gonna start fighting it off yeah faster it's not gonna fight it off necessarily before you get sick but, it'll, but it's going to keep Sooner. you from, like, getting 
really sick. Gotcha. I mean, it's the same thing with the flu vaccine. But doesn't it only stay in you so long before you have to get vaccinated again? Well, I mean, you can have booster shots and stuff like that, but, I mean... So are we it just depends. supposed to get endless vaccinations? Like I get it, that's their thing. You get but flu vaccine every year. I don't. I yeah, mean, I, I you I can. Don't get, I don't get nothing. And that, but <laughs> it's ten percent effective. Yeah, because there's so many different variants of the flu. Yeah, and, can, I, and that's why I think COVID will be around year. every. I mean, it's just going to be your new flu. It's going to be there's going to be multiple different variants yeah. and. Gotcha. I, I definitely think masks have helped, like yeah. in the cold, like flu and cold season. Like I definitely think that that helped and. Well, yeah, because everybody had the masks on, and yeah. people are like, well, where the fuck did flu go and whatnot? And it's like, well, people are kind of like being safe and shit yeah, now, yeah, so I mean, it's easy to not get sick when you're actually down, being like careful. halfway. I mean, like, there's mm-hmm. a lot of students out, you know. My niece, has, she's going to go to school next year, but it was she was having health issues, and, and then the COVID did not help nothing, yeah. and she was out of school for two years. She's just about to go back, but luckily she was homeschooled the whole time, so yeah. that was cool. Um, Speaking yeah. of the vaccine... There was a guy in Mountain View two days ago, which when this airs, it'll be a long time. <laughs> but uh, he was holding up a sign right in front of the uh, town hall or the courthouse, I think it was, mm-hmm. in that little kind of half circle thing. I wish we had something that nice. Vax has dead babies in it. And he was like trying to give people flyers and stuff. I'm like, are you for real? You find this shit? guy to pass out flyers to the car show. <laughs> but it's like you can go I mean obviously somebody's gonna be like well how can you trust that I'm like I, I don't know how can you trust what the fucking label on your food says that's what I try to yeah so it's like you can go be lying you can go and see every ingredient you can look and see every ingredient that's supposedly in that so it's mm-hmm. like I mean at least they're kind of telling you you may not know what the fuck it is because the word is like this long 20 characters long and <laughs> right. it's the you whole alphabet yeah right. and you're like how do you even say that like yeah but. do you need to get out of here anytime soon okay just make sure i know you checked your phone and i was, oh, like, no, okay, I was just cool. seeing what i was making sure that that clock was right it, it's, it a, it's a guess yeah, i mean it's <laughs> actually pretty accurate like, i'm pretty sure every clock in this house is different different by like two three minutes <laughs> see we have a clock hanging behind our table and i just right I gave up well i gave up like i've replaced a little like whole battery pack on the thing but it yeah. just kills batteries so it's just there for looks i have it set on 420 and that's what time it is every right. single day behind my kitchen table and hey, hey what time so is it? feel free not to answer we can skip this part if you want but I got a bad memory. You say you do or don't smoke? I smoke marijuana, yes. Cool. Do you have your medical card or anything? I do not. Um, I definitely qualify for my medical card yeah, through my sure. PTSD and my back problems. Mm-hmm. I am on the fence of getting it because I don't agree with losing my gun rights Thank to get you. my medical card. I Thank think that's you. bullshit. So that. why can I not be a functioning pothead? Like, I mean, I get my shit done. I pay my bills. I don't yeah. ask people for help. Like, for sure. Don't go to work drunk. Don't I, go to work, work stoned. High. Yeah. Whatever. No, just high in shit. general. <laughs> shit what you do. And really, if you, you can go, go to work stoned yeah. and it does not affect your ability to do your job at all, I do it then better it when should I'm not up. be a problem. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you can go and you can legitimately do your job and someone cannot tell that you are high, mm-hmm. it should not be an issue. As long as you do your job the way you're supposed to, then now if you work in the medical field, that is different. But like, say you're working at Bad Boys or you're working at McDonald's or 
Yeah, you know, something like shit. that, like Walmart well, even. Well, my thing is the fucking back pain, just the pains. You're literally... You're on concrete all day. Yeah. yeah on, well, on top of that, you're throwing around these giant decks and frames like in the welding shop. It's bare metal and you're just throwing it all together. Because people don't realize like while it's shit. an assembly, that place is not an assembly line where the, no. I mean, you're hand moving those mowers down the <laughs> yeah. line. There's not a Mower by belt. mower. There's yeah. not a Engines conveyor there, belt. Everything. I mean, you're flipping the deck. I don't think people realize that. That, that job is no. not... Yeah, there's a reason we get paid good, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean... Not just that we're the only factory in the entire world producing these, but we're just... Because I mean, that place is like a cold world. broken down. I've heard some sketchy-ass yes. shit from there. Like, I mean, I'm all for, like, Batesville growing and, like... Yeah. I don't hate Spartan, but <laughs> some of the things that I've heard they make their employees do, I'm like, that sounds like a cult. Man, like, I uh, see no shit. So many people have told me it's like, they just... You, they're so I'm all about like their their stretching. I've heard that they make their employees stretch before the job, and I think that's great. But the fact that if if it is true that they are made to line up in a circle and pray oh, every okay. morning before, that's weird. Okay, like, and do if they it, force you to, I believe so. That's, that's what fine. I've been. That's I don't illegal. know. I'm not going to say that's 100 percent sure because obviously I do not work there. But I have been told these things, and I've also been told that they have a repeat of Christian music that plays the same like seven to ten songs on the it's radio like over and over. And I'm just like, that is a cult. Yeah. What are you, what are we doing with our like? Yeah, I don't know. I would. I that's not for me. Shoot myself. Yeah, the I only reason not, I'm like, I want to shoot myself over they, Christmas music, and I love Christmas, and I still like. Yeah, but anything Christmas be music on repeat is just like Garbage. awful. I yeah. The, Could, where I used to work, the only thing boss would play was the Christian radio stage K Love or whatever it is, and I swear to God, <laughs> the on they only had holiday. like. Ten, Ten songs. Yeah, it's just an hour loop. The most, oh, the most God. new Christian songs. And then it. the worst time of year was when they would come on for their uh, their fundraising event <laughs> because one song would play, and then it's like ten minutes of like talking. Give me money. Give me money. And then another song would play, and another ten minutes of like, hey, we need money. If you want us to keep going, you can just donate. Blah blah blah. The, like thirty dollars a month. I'm like, I ain't paying thirty fucking dollars a month listening yeah, to one goddamn radio the station. Just turn off in the world for me is somebody saying, give me money. <laughs> it's like, man, I will do anything in the world for you. Just don't fucking ask me for money. Can we talk about like taxes not being oh. or churches not being taxed because that's some bullshit. And being able Today, to create your own church taxed. just to dive like, around. If we're going to use religion in politics. When it's not supposed to be used, churches should be taxed. You've got to come back on this show sometime. <laughs> like, I could talk to you all night. This shit's great. <laughs> I've actually found a love in it. It's very, like, freeing. Like, just to it's sit down and just, like, yeah, it, it, very, it, it is. It's, it's. If you want to come back on again, for sure. Yeah. That would be badass. Cool. We would love to have you. Yeah. Um, Dim and Jillian. Or Jim and Jillian. Dim and Jillian. <laughs> <laughs> nope, that's staying. Yeah. Fucking dyslexia, bro. That's not dyslexia. Whatever. Eat my ass. Anyways. <laughs> so. Fuck, I didn't forgot where I was going with that. Did you enjoy their podcast doing I it? I did. Um, I was very nervous beforehand going on and doing it. Um, right. But I. Jim's a when big you guy. get done with it, Jim it was scary. fun and like. Jim's not that scary. Like he is when you first see him. <laughs> I'm a very timid. I, I don't male think so. Because, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. Because I mean, he does. Like he says, he looks like crackhead. He's rough and gruff. He's, He's got rough fucking and gruff, nine and a half fingers. I, like, that's what I grew up around. So honestly, it was just like <laughs> right. comfortable and natural. I'm like, oh, you're just like friendly neighborhood yeah, crackhead, but he's not a crackhead, and he's cool. <laughs> you know, like 
So I mean, it, it never intimidated me, which I, I'm striving very hard not to like judge books by covers oh, because sure. I mean, like obviously I have crazy red hair and I've had sunset hair. I just started this like crazy hair journey like that's a year fine. ago. You're expressing yourself, and You're that's what living. it is. I want to express myself and show the older generations that Where's the I whole? can have some colorful ass hair and tattoos all over my body and gauges in my. I don't have the gauges, but you can have all those things gauges. and still be fun. a good human being. You can still work and yes. be productive. You can like, be a functioning pothead. You can be yeah. a functioning pothead. Like the like. The amount of closeted functioning potheads is just sad. Like, showcase yourself so the world finally knows that it's okay. Now, I have a question for you. Yes. What about the functioning alcoholics and coke addicts and pill poppers and whatnot? If you are functioning and you are honest with your behaviors, you do you. If you want to do drugs, if you're just honest about it, I think like, like Jim said on like our podcast, he was talking about a dude at work. He was like, you need to cl- go clean your eyes or those like circles. Yeah. And he's like, no, like uh, those are circles. He's you know, like, I know what I'm he's, doing, he, he, he's honest. Like, I mean, yeah. he's not, he's not sitting there trying to lie behind. Yeah. Oh, I'm not doing this. Like that's when it's a problem when you're an yeah. addict and like trying to hide it. You're trying life. to hide it and you're bombing off of people and you're not paying your bills and you're not taking the kids taking care of your kids that's a problem but if you can do drugs on the side and still pay your bills and get your shit done without relying on other people and it's not affecting other families you do Do you you, You you. (laughs) and it should not be anyone else's concerns as long as you're not abusing like i said abusing your kids now if you're abusing your kids that's different if your kids are going without that's different or if people are paying your way that's different yeah or if you're stealing and shit like that but if you're legitimately just doing your thing on the weekends and you just like to pop pills or you just like to take a tab of acid on the weekends and you do you who cares i was halfway there whenever i did dope because it was like i hid it from everybody except from one person but that was the person that would give it to me and do it with but we we had our routines we would literally just go to work only do it in the morning work all day come home you know, eat dinner, do the regular family shit because all day I would just fucking work my ass off at work until, you know, it was, I was completely drained. And then by yep. that time I was going home, then I'd eat and shower and then be sobering up and everything. And, and then if I didn't work, didn't do it. Like no. it was, I knew that I could control it. Yeah. And like whenever people were like, you know, somebody would find out, they would be like, oh, that's crazy, blah, blah, blah. And I would just stop just to show them like or let them have it and be like, hang on to that for me. I ain't got no more. Just hang on to it for me, you know, because I'm going to fucking show you. I don't need it and this and that because I don't know. For me, it's always been a, a switch I could flip on and off, yeah. you know, with any, any anything. The only fucking thing I wish was illegal was nicotine. Yeah. Because I could smoke. I... T- not proud of this, but I've done a pretty wicked line of dope before and it didn't have shit on me smoking. Uh, like if I smoke a whole cigarette right now, I'll be shaking out my knees about to pass out. I can't. I don't know I've if it's me being a bitch thing, cigarettes. but like, nicotine fucking ruins people. Yeah. I've never smoked cigarettes. I've never done dope. I have definitely went through my stage like where when my grandpa just died, like 
I don't know what pills I was being handed. I just was being handed pills and alcohol, and I was taking it. I, I was right. going to school as a senior year, and I still maintained my 3.9 GPA. There I you don't go. know how the fuck I did it, <laughs> but I did it. Because <laughs> you waited instead of fucking junior high or 10th grade year, you waited till freaking senior didn't, year. Didn't and then, like, it was like my <laughs> last semester. Yeah, I ain't got to learn shit. I'm just like, cruising. I went balls to the wall, wild, and, like, like I said, I was just taking pills out the ass. I have no clue what I was <laughs> yeah. taking. And they were just feeding me alcohol yeah and then i realized really quickly that this was not going to be a pretty sight and yeah. ended that relationship and moved back home to my grandma's and was like uh-uh and <laughs> good deal. yeah hell yeah dude well we're eager to learn so much more about you but on another episode yeah. <laughs> um, we gotta we gotta I know you got it. You're still on call right now, aren't mm-hmm. you? I'm really surprised. They haven't called you yet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm really glad. Knock on wood. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I pray every night. day. I pray every day and every night. I don't care. Please don't call me. Who, who don't. Uh, just like, please don't call me. Like, I do not want to come deal with this. Like, <laughs> it's probably going to be like the biggest issue that I don't know how to fix. Mm. Like, At um, like 2.30 in the morning. Well, it, <laughs> It, it wouldn't be a problem if there were some places that weren't like an hour and a half away that I had to go to. So it's like... In the middle of it's nowhere. It's just three hours of driving. Not yeah. even like... In the dark fighting deer and, and then like kill. maybe yeah. for like 10 minutes worth of help. Like, yeah. yeah. Or something that, You're saving a life, man. <laughs> no, I mean, we appreciate... As an oxygen mom, we appreciate those late nights. I think I only had to do it once because our concentrate machine just like... Went on the fritz, and I don't know yeah. what the hell happened. And they, I mean, they, they were like, I don't know what's wrong with it. And they brought us a new one. But Most of the so, time, I mean, like, they just switch they them. Definitely, <laughs> I wouldn't say everyone appreciates, but I, as an oxygen mom, appreciate the we job had, you do. because sure. We had some lady today that was losing her shit. Very oh, unappreciative. Yeah. yeah, well, oh, yeah. she was having some problems, so. Well, I mean, when you're dying, it's it's easy to become frantic. Well, it wasn't, <laughs> is it normal it wasn't for something the patients that was to her. not turn the oxygen on? Because, like, it didn't happen often, but sometimes <laughs> I would replace the damn tank and then realize about 20 minutes later, I forgot to turn the new one on. Nice. With that yeah. stupid little key. Yeah. I never not, lose those keys. super uncommon. God. Yeah, never lose it, those yeah, keys. Yeah, no. I kept backups of them. He's looking at us like, what the yeah, fuck are you talking about on a key? Little, it's a little wrench that you yeah. can open the top of the bottle yeah. with. Oh, nice. Or it's sense. just not really open the top. You just, you just like pop it. Turn it, it on. Yeah, nice, turn it nice. on. Yeah. So nobody could just walk by and Yeah. Yeah. Which is really smart because, I mean, like I've always wondered that. Like, what if someone just like walks by and like flips your oxygen off? But yeah, y'all can have those. Those are for y'all. Thank you. Thank you. I didn't know who got them. I just got here and then they were yeah. here and I was like, fucking right. <laughs> but, um. Heck yeah. Let's do some shout outs. Top stock, top stock jerky, T-O-P-P stock. Um, where can we get them? Man. Yeah, they've got a Facebook page. Yeah. Um, They're supposed to send me all their information. Instagram. They've got a website page, like through their Facebook page. They're my neighbors, so if you really want it, just hit me up. Yeah, hit up Lacey after you ask her about her episode and how she can help you through your life because she's so amazing. that... I can just find links like on their Facebook and just, all that yeah. stuff. And I'll just we do put this it in episode. there. Yeah. You don't mind sharing it with them, do you? No, yeah. I don't, I don't mind at oh, all. Because yeah. we're all about just community and the life is too full of bad shit. 
And that's why we're trying to do this whole fucking events and pull people together and everything and have people come promote their own businesses, their own whatever you got going on. Like I'm trying to find people who want to come perform live. Just, oh, you that'd know, be cool. Yeah. I don't care if you suck. Like I'm Just giving you it. the chance yeah. to come up here and do it. If you've got the nerve and the courage to do it, we want you to come do it. You know, we, and yeah. there's probably going to be some douches there that judge you, but there's definitely going to be, at least I know I'm going to be like, you did it, man. You, you did, did something it. I there couldn't do. Yeah. Like I could come sit yeah. and stand behind a microphone all fucking day and talk. I don't care. You're not going to see me. We can edit it, whatever. But in front of eyes, Live, live action yeah that's <laughs> that completely different terrifying yeah. bro <laughs> uh, while you're kind of like shouting it out i'll shout out home for healing in little rock uh if you've got a kid in the nicu or you have a cancer patient and you're mm-hmm. in uams arkansas children's or baptist they're right down the street from uams you yeah. can go there it's free to stay or they ask for ten dollars a night and they're non-profit awesome. they have five nicu rooms for families and i believe 10 rooms for cancer families and that the cancer units upstairs to kind of keep them isolated from people yeah. they provide five beds showers bathroom a little kitchen full kitchen where you can cook heck yeah super great Man, we got to get those links. This one's yeah. going to be full of links. I'll, I'll, I'll find <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're, they're non-profit. Yeah. They were great. We just started donating to them this uh, year because we used to don't do donations to UAMS. But with COVID, they don't accept them right now. Gotcha, so gotcha. we've been doing Home for Healing. Heck yeah. Yep. Well, freaking awesome. What else right. we got? Uh, I mean, follow us on Facebook, yep. on Instagram, yep. um, Twitter eventually, maybe. Um, we're working on it, man. We got so much shit going. What else is there, man? It's just a... Oh, Derek. Oh, yeah. Don't forget to Team check Annabelle. out uh, org for yes. uh, the Heart Like Mind Foundation. And foster your, foster your community. net. Yeah. And read off of Eric's hat here again. Yeah. Ford's Guns and More. Batesville, <laughs> Arkansas. Their phone number is 870-668-3368. They're open Monday through Saturday. Uh, I'm assuming like nine. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> we'll just say nine. Yeah, five. yeah. Ship nationwide. Fuck California. Um, you did it to yourself, California. Straight up. And sorry about you if that tsunami comes from that 8.1 earthquake from Alaska down to you. But uh, yeah, shit happens. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't have named a city San Francisco. Do you know what it means? No. <laughs> Fuck with you guys. Lacey Tate, guys. Lacey Tate. Thank you for having me. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. All right, guys. She'll be back hopefully one of these days, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.